Hello everyone, this is Shruti Dikanda and welcome to the first podcast of Check-In Story. Check-In Story is a community for travel enthusiasts where they talk about their travel stories and we display it out to the world of travel bugs. So glad to take off our journey with such an amazing travel influencer. We have with us today Melvin Boucher, the CEO of Travel Dudes and the COO at iAmbassador. Hi Melvin. Hi. Thank you so much for talking to us. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks Paul for having me. That's awesome. So, since we're talking about travel and everything, the first question that I would ask, ask you is, where are you at the moment? Are you traveling to some place or something? <laughs> um, I'm traveling from um, from my, my office downstairs into the living room, getting a coffee and back to my computer again at this moment. So there's not a lot of travel. <laughs> I've been um, recently, I've been around a bit. I mean, for, for me, it's like um, running travel dudes. It's, it's a full-time business. So actually the travel itself is getting less and it's more actually also a lot of business travel. So I've been to the ITB, to the biggest trade fair for travel, um, just like two weeks ago. And before um, before that, actually, I had some good trips. Um, I, I went to, to Austria, into the Alps for some snowboarding. I went to, to Finland um, also for a conference, but I've also had a look around there. And I've been to Livigno, which is also in the Alps, also for some snowboarding. So it was like a, a real winter, winter, a couple of winter trips for me. Wow. I mean, that sounds like a lot of traveling. That's awesome. So, um, on approximately on an average, how often do you travel? Oh, yeah, well, that is a good question. It's, it's, um, I don't really count anymore. Okay. It was a bit more like um, one, two years ago. Okay. And um, I would guess that I was traveling maybe half of the month um, so that it was always something like 10, maybe 14 days per, per month. Always just like for maybe like four or five days, maybe a week. Um, but that got less and less because, yeah, like I said, I mean, Travel Dudes, it's a full-time business. I've got a team around me. So we still travel a lot as Travel Dudes, but I've, um, a lot of times it's also like people from my team um, who, who then join campaigns and, and do trips for themselves. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun, like campaigns and with the trips. So it's like your office and travel all together. Fun. Well, the thing is, like, yes, obviously it is a lot of fun, otherwise I wouldn't do it, but it's 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 not a holiday, and a lot of people don't um, see that point, and which is also very important. I think it's important that people do not realize how much work it is um, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but, like, when we, we share those nice pictures, I mean, it's, it's a full itinerary, it's like getting up very, very early in the morning, it's not like that we plan... Um, the day ourselves, like if I would do a holiday, it would look completely different. Everything we do is awesome, but it's it's tiring. It's it's really work behind that, but it's it's awesome work. Oh, so how do you balance all this? Like juggle between your travel, your family, and then company and everything. How do you balance everything? Well, the balance is <laughs> is working a lot at night time. Um, so like having a family and. Um, I mean, I want to be there for my family. I want to see, I've got one child. I want to see him, um, how he gets older and older and bigger. <clears throat> so it's like taking a lot of time also like in between, um, just like for that. But um, obviously that's like the time you need to catch up then at nighttime and in the evenings. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, it, it works with a lot of passion. And it's, uh, it's um, I think it's important to do something what you really love to do so that it doesn't really feel like work. 
That's I think that's one of the tricks. That's amazing. I mean, that's wow, wonderful. So, um, since uh, we're talking about travel, I just want to ask you, uh, have you ever been to any kind of a road trip or, you know, you just went backpacking across the place? Would you like to share that experience with us? Yes, actually, that's like when I do like a real holiday, that's normally like what we do. So that we just go somewhere and then we just like see what happens, travel around. It could be with, um, with a rental car, it could be with public transport could even be staying at, at one place and just like exploring the, the area around it but like um, in the past we've traveled for half a year through Australia and New Zealand um, I think two years before that we traveled for three months through Indochina with um, the typical backpacker route with Thailand Cambodia Vietnam and Laos mm-hmm. I've traveled um, a lot with on, on road trips here in Europe because I'm based here in, in Germany so that's like Europe is an amazing place really for road trip travels with the open borders and the different cultures and landscapes and it's, it's just like super nice. Um, we've done the same in South um, in, in Africa in Tanzania. It's like um, I've done it in Canada in the US a long time ago. But yeah, I mean it's it's for me it's important just like to to explore things and not just like to go somewhere prepared. For me, it's nice to have lots of info before the trip. But also, like, at the moment you get into a destination that you don't focus on your itinerary, which you might have planned up. I think it's important to know about the place, but then you have to stay spontaneous and be be open to new things which happen around you. So that you might come into a conversation and they tell you, oh, you need to go to that place, it's super awesome. And then you can't say, oh, no, I've already got that and that booked or in mind. So that you might maybe miss out on something. It's these little surprises which means um, which makes travel very very special. Yeah, that's awesome. So, do you have like, any stories? You went to so many places. So do you have any particular story, something interesting that you would like to share with us? Like some story, something happened there. You found something. Well, wow. to pick out one story is tough. I mean, it's like um, yeah, I know. a story which which a lot of people uh, can't really believe, and actually, I can't believe it either anymore. It's like when we traveled through Australia, we had a four wheel drive, and we came to a road house, which is well, a kind of a petrol station. And usually, because it's in the middle of the outback, there's nothing around for the next two hundred, five hundred kilometers. It's like that. They also provide a camping ground. Okay. So we went to that camping ground, which they said it's just around the corner, which was still like a 20 minutes drive on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. And there was a small lake. And the owner said that we could go swimming there. And, um, well, he said that there would be actually crocodiles in the lake, but it, it would be fine. He w- would be already swimming with them for 32 years, twice a week. Oh, my God. So we went there, and um, there was actually like um, a couple of people in the lake. And I thought, okay, there's no crocodiles, I can't see them, so let's have a go and, and yeah, let's let's take a swim. And, well, the, the owner said, and that's like this, well, safe thing, I'm not sure if it's really safe, but he said it's not the, um, the dangerous saltwater crocodiles, but like the freshwater crocodiles, which are much smaller and, well, wouldn't eat big human being. Maybe the little kids would be not that safe, but <laughs> I wouldn't go in there with a the kid. But so we went into, the, uh, into the, the lake and I swam around and I didn't see anything. I felt a bit uncomfortable, uncomfortable but still fine. And um, at the night, I went back to the, to the lake with my torch and I looked on the lake 
and with the beam of my torch, and then I saw all the eyes of the crocodiles. Oh my god! So, <clears throat> now I can say that I swam with wild crocodiles, and someone actually came back to me, and they said, Melvin, all the crocodiles are wild. <laughs> but for me, it was not like, um, I mean, that was like a, a crazy experience, um, and, and, and for it feels like a bit crazy that I've done that, but at this moment it felt so natural and not as dangerous at all. But you came out of that. And it was, yeah, well, it was like really crocodiles swimming around in the wild, so it was not like um, that I was in a cage or something like that. It was just like a natural pond, small lake, and I was swimming there with the crocs. Oh, my God. But you came out of that alive. I mean, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, it's it's like um, the it wasn't a dangerous because it was the, the freshwater crocodiles. Okay. The thing is like um, the dangerous part in Australia is, is that you've got all those water holes and um, they might be safe and for 15-20 years but it could happen that like a, a saltwater crocodile the big dangerous ones mm -hmm. they wander many many kilometers during the night and it could happen that a water hole which was safe for 20 years suddenly there's a saltwater crocodile in, in that pond the next day and you go for a swim and everyone tells you it's safe, and suddenly, well, the crocodile got you. <laughs> so there's always still like a bit of risk in uh, in these kind of areas. But um, altogether, it was yeah, it was an amazing trip. It's it's like a very interesting, very beautiful country to explore. Oh, that's that's really awesome. So um, wow, I mean, I'm still I'm actually picturing that thing that happened with you. You know, you went into the lake and the crocodiles and everything. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Travel Dudes, as we're talking about, uh, what made you come up with that name, Travel Dudes? We were actually, well, that was for the trip where we started um, Travel Dudes was with the trip through Indochina. And I was traveling with a good friend and I was not into websites at all. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, it's something like 14, 15 years ago. Oh. And he was... Well, he's not really a developer, but he, he said, well, I can create us a website where we can write like, like a diary so that people can, um, our friends and family can see what, what happens to us. Mm -hmm. And then we were just sitting there and asking like, okay, what's, what's the name? And we were just like brainstorming and it should have something to do with travel. And well, suddenly we, we came up with the name Travel Dudes and yeah, from there on we kept it. <laughs> and the, the site was first in German and um, in in Germany, the name dude doesn't really ring any bells. So when you, we were like telling the people, that's our website, they said, travel what? <laughs> and, but at the moment, we uh, made that site international in, in English. And um, we introduced it. and said, wow, what a cool name. So it was ob obviously the, the right chance to do. Okay. I mean, it's really cool. I was like totally taken aback. Like, wow, travel dude is like really cool. awesome, awesome. So uh, besides that, I would just want—I just wanted to ask you any—you know—you must have traveled so much, and so you have any anecdote, airport anecdote that you want to share with us? Any airport story wherein you checked in, or you forgot a passport, or you met somebody interesting, or something like that? Any airport story you have? Oh, better not. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm not. A, well, I somehow I really love airports because I mean, it's, it's like how, to see how they work. It's wonderful. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of all those those check-ins and um, with the, all the security. For me, it's like a pretty much nuts and just like a political game that um, people play there. But like, uh, if you really want an airport story, it's like 
well, I've missed um, a flight. <laughs> and um, what actually happened twice, but these are not really nice stories really to tell because, well, you, you don't really want to miss flights. But I was standing in front of the gate and I was so sure, well, I was on time. Um, check-in just should have started like two minutes earlier. And um, I knew I was standing at the right gate, but it was completely empty. The, the, there was nothing on the TV and I, on, the, on the screen. And I said, well, what's wrong here? So I looked on the monitor where all those gates were listed and it was not listed anymore. So I ran around looking for, for the gate or for any signs, but there was nothing. So I went to um, one of the counters and then they said, well, the, the gate is now closed. They were looking for you, but you weren't there. And I said, well, I was standing there, but no one else was there. And I said, I was there at 52. And they said, well, the, the boarding started at 50. And I said, well, you can't close a gate in two minutes. So somehow I just missed that flight, and it turned to be out that um, the gate where I should have been was a level beneath. Oh. So I was standing at the top looking around, and I still, I know that's like at the Cologne airport. I know it really, really well. And each time I'm flying from Cologne, I still go to that gate, and I still like try to figure out what happened, because I know that I was standing there. There was no sign of going down or this or that. It, it was still like very, very strange. But in the end, I still like it. Um, well, I got another flight, and I still made it in time. Oh, nice! At least you got a flight, and you reached your destination, right? Yes. Oh, that's that's awesome! Wow, I mean, interesting stories. Well, awesome, awesome. So, lastly, well, this is the last question. So, lastly, I would just like to ask you: like, do you have any kind of travel tips that you would like to give our listeners? A travel tip? Yeah, travel tips. Well, I think, well, the, the travel tip is like what I already um, said earlier. I think it's really good to be prepared, but then really to to lose or, well, to, to, to stay spontaneous and free in the, in the options of travel when you are in the destination itself. I really like to get lost in a destination so that you really just like wander around when you are in a city and just explore the city without... Yeah, just like a lot of walking so that you, you you see so much more and still like the highlights of a city like that. It's it's um, And yeah, just like staying spontaneous, doing different things, plan your own holiday and, and see what's happening and talk to people, stay open. I think that's pretty much like when you get the best experiences and that's like what I've learned a lot of times on my travels, that those are the things which makes travel so special. Wow, that was, that was a lovely message, and I'm sure our listeners would love to follow it. Well, Melvin, thank you so much for this podcast, and it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. You're welcome.